It is one of my favorite days of the week. We get to visit with Jamie Court, our friend from ConsumerWatchdog.org, but Jamie has the week off. So with us again for, I don't know, the umpteenth time is our friend Carmen Balber. Carmen has been with us many, many times over many, many years. B-A-L-B-E-R is the spelling. Carmen Balber is and has been the executive director of Consumer Watchdog for many years, and they're doing great work at ConsumerWatchdog.org. Please go over to Consumer Watchdog. Dog.org. Even if you go there regularly, they're always updating, and the fights are many. The consumer causes are many. Carmen, thanks for coming back on the Norman Goldman Show. Thanks for having me back on, Norm. Well, Carmen, there is a fascinating topic that you and I are going to get into here, which in my background as an attorney, I always dealt with insurance companies, and we're talking about the intersection of insurance and fossil fuels. Now, most people, I mean, when I first was thinking about it, when we were talking about it earlier in the day, I was like, wait a second, the intersection of insurance and fossil fuels. At first blush, it didn't really connect with me. There were actually a, a bunch of aspects to this, but one of them is getting insurance companies to use their economic leverage to influence behavior of the fossil fuel industry. Now, Carmen, that may be a little kind of confusing way of doing it. You can do this better than me. We're talking about divestment, right? We're talking about insurance companies divesting from the fossil fuel industry? Yes, absolutely. We're talking about a push uh, by our organization and a coalition of groups called Insure Our Future uh, in the country that are pushing the insurance industry to divest from fossil fuel investments and also to stop underwriting, essentially stop insuring uh, dangerous fossil projects. Um, you're right. The, at first glance, you think, well, what, what do these two things have to do with each other? Um, but it's actually quite simple. What if hospitals sold crack? or doctors handed out cigarettes. That is a, the same situation we're in where insurance companies are insuring fossil fuel projects that cause catastrophic wildfires, devastating um, floods, and then the insurance companies have to pay out for the damages of that destruction. Well, Carmen, if I've got it right, the, you're saying the insurance companies are enabling the fossil fuel industries to heat up the planet to cause catastrophes that then the insurance companies have to pay off in claims. So the insurance companies are creating the conditions that cause them to pay out these massive amounts, and that's economically not sustainable, right? Exactly. It's, it's a head-scratcher, really, because it is climate change that is fueling, for example, the catastrophic fires in California. Right now, it's the one-year anniversary of the Tubbs fire that was last year, and it was the most destructive fire in California history. All told last year, insurance companies paid out $12.5 billion for fires. That was only insured losses. Now, the insurance companies are sitting in and underwriting the very companies who are fueling these fires, which are then leading to the claims that they pay out. So it's logical to call on the insurance companies to stop funding to stop enabling uh, the very uh, companies that are causing these catastrophic damages. And in fact, we've seen that move happen in Europe. Uh, the largest insurance companies in, Euro in Europe, in fact, 17 of them, have decided to divest from coal. And many have limited or stopped their insurance, so stopped underwriting coal projects and tar sands. But in California, I'm sorry, not California, but the nation, but in the nation, 
U.S. insurers have not done the same thing. So the top 10 insurance companies in the country have $15 in fossil fuel investments, and nine of them said, yes, you're right, we do consider the impact of climate change on all of those investments. Should we be investing in these projects uh, that increase catastrophic flooding, catastrophic uh, fires? But only two of them said they were going to do anything about it, uh, and that was AIG and Farmers. So we have a disconnect between what insurance companies are paying out and what they're investing in. Well, Carmen, this is fascinating because if we're talking about, as we are, the intersection of insurance and fossil fuels, I mean, it, you're, you're getting me to turn it, you're turning my mind to the topic. An oil refinery cannot operate without insurance. They have to have workers' comp. They have to have all kinds of liabilities. An oil refinery, they got to have lots and lots of insurance. And I remember I've worked on oil refinery claims cases and accidents and stuff. So without insurance, they can't operate. A mine, a coal mine can't operate without insurance. So insurance companies are kind of perfectly positioned to boycott these industries by not selling. I mean, I see it as a boycott. Carmen, you can correct me if I'm wrong. But basically what we're talking about is insurance companies divesting, quote unquote, or boycotting by saying, we just won't sell you insurance for these things. And therefore we're putting you out of business because you can't operate otherwise. Right? Absolutely. And it's a boycott. Uh, on a moral level, but it's also a boycott uh, that saves the companies economically. And, you know, mentioned about they can't build these projects if they're not insured is completely true. The insurance industry is the one global industry that can most affect fossil fuel infrastructure in the world. If Keystone XL was not insured, they could not build Keystone XL. And so the insurance industry has enormous power to impact these fossil fuel projects that are causing climate change, and it will help their bottom line. And so it's really a head-scratcher for us why the insurance companies haven't started turning uh, to this solution. Instead, what do we see when there's a catastrophic fire? Insurance companies start threatening or start non-renewing homeowners. So rather than telling the fossil fuel projects, you know what, we're out, we're not going to insure you anymore, they're putting the burden on homeowners, and that makes no sense at all. You and I are talking to Carmen Balber. Normally this time of the week, we're talking to our friend Jamie Court, but Carmen Balber has been a friend of this show for a long time. She's the executive director of ConsumerWatchdog.org. Check out ConsumerWatchdog.org. They're doing a lot of great work, and this is one fascinating topic. This is kind of a, a sneak attack. This would be a great way to go after the fossil fuel industry. And so, Carmen, I have to ask you, what does the future hold here for this? Obviously, the insurance companies are looking at their bottom line. They must be seeing what it is that you're seeing and saying, wait a second, we're insuring these guys who are causing the claims that we're paying. That doesn't make a lot of sense. And yet they're not doing anything in Europe. There's a movement to do something. Uh, now, is the future bright? I mean, can we get some action here? What do you, what do you think? Absolutely. I think it Absolutely. will finally dawn on the insurance industry in the United States that uh, this is going to help their bottom line. We've seen that transition in Europe, and we're just a little bit behind the game in the United States. But now this issue has been raised up um, publicly, both by advocates and also by insurance commissioners across the country. So the reason we know the level of fossil fuel investments is because national insurance regulators have started asking, how much of your money is in fossil fuels? 
how much of your money is in coal? What kind of risk are we talking about to insurance companies? Um, in California, the insurance commissioner has required um, companies to answer a survey. The next step and what California's insurance commissioner and other state insurance commissioners need to do is change the rules so companies have to divest from fossil fuels. And we've seen this happen in other arenas. We saw this happen during apartheid. We saw this happen um, during uh, uh, our not during, I guess they're continuing, but with our struggles with Iran, where companies are asked to divest uh, in these nations, the same thing can happen uh, with the fossil fuel industry. And that's really the next step. Public pressure, any consumer concerned with climate change should be concerned that their insurance company is investing in fossil fuels and insurance commissioners can take the next. So there's definitely hope. Carmen, this is fascinating because it shows the the uh, importance of insurance commissioners. There are 50 states and there are 50 state insurance commissioners. They're very powerful. No one ever thinks about them. But you raise another provocative point that insurance commissioners, if there were Democratic insurance commissioners in Democratic states, they could then bring the political pressure to bear on the insurance companies. And from their perches at, at, as insurance commissioners, they'd have a lot of influence. And so I think you're right. The future can can be bright if we make it so. Carmen, the clock has run on us, but I really appreciate you coming and joining us today, as you have so many times in the past. Check out Carmen Balber, B-A-L-B-E-R, and all of her great colleagues at ConsumerWatchdog.org. Carmen Balber is the executive director. They've got a nice staff. They've got a small but very gritty, smart, and hardworking group. Expose, confront, change. That's the motto of Consumer Watchdog, and I'm a big fan. Carmen, thanks so very much as always for being with us, and we'll talk to you again soon. Great to be here. Thanks.